live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Hey there, welcome. Thanks for joining us on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and each and every week, Sean and I get together to talk to you about everything it takes to get you ready for retirement. And Sean is the founder and CEO of a local financial advisory firm here, Mueller Retirement Planning. So you want to listen to what he has to say on these topics, because this is what he does for people just like you during the week. And then on the weekend, he just gives away the wisdom that he picks up for free. So that's what this show is all about. Welcome, Sean. Welcome back to the show. Hey, James, another week. Here we are. Yeah. And look, I I know the weather's changing on us and we're all kind of getting wrapped up in our busy little schedules. And before we know it, you know, Christmas and New Year's will be here. And uh, we're kind of in the winding down coasting part of the year. And if you were the financial advisor for the guy that's listening to us right now and he gave you a call, said, hey, what should I be doing about this time of year? You got any uh, advice for me? What would you tell him? Yeah, I, right now you really want to start considering if you're, you know, somebody that's 65 and older, uh, Medicare. So it's an annual election period for Medicare uh, starting October 15th, going through December 7th. So if there's some changes that need to happen, now's the time to start looking for those uh, and making those adjustments and looking at, you know, what you might need here uh, for next year. So that's that's one of the things, you know, to start taking a look at and consider again if you are 65 and older for Medicare. All right. Uh, what else is going on? People who aren't 65, what do you tell them? Yeah, one of the bigger things right now, and this is usually the time of year when you want to start looking at either uh, required minimum distribution. So if you're of the age of uh, 73 this year, uh, given the new Secure Act 2.0 that was passed December of 2022, they moved that required minimum distribution age to 73. So basically, for those that are listening, if you don't know what a required minimum distribution is, uh, those pre-tax accounts, those traditional IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, if you're 73 years old this year, you have to start withdrawing monies out of those because the government wants to start collecting taxes off of it. So you want to make sure to, to do that. Uh, and if you're somebody that's been taking it for several years, you better make sure you do it by December 31st or you can get some pretty severe penalties if you do not. All right. Now, this is the, the first year under that rule. Um, I remember it wasn't that long ago. It was 70 and a half and then they moved it to 72 and then they suspended it and then it came back and now it's 73 and then in a few years it'll be 75. So it, we're just nailing down for this year. It is 73. That's correct. It is 73. I tell you, it is getting so confusing for folks with the SECURE Act and them changing everything. And, and to your point, in, in 10 years from now, it's age 75. Everybody's like, what, what does all of this mean? That's one of the reasons why you come in and seek the advice of a professional, because these are the things that we make sure we're satisfying for you when you come in, making sure you take your required minimum distributions, make sure you're taking uh, exactly what you need to take out of there. If you don't need those funds, getting it reinvested potentially in another account. So these are things that we're doing every single day so you guys don't have to sweat it at home. All right. I, I peeked at your notes. It says it's backdoor Roth season. What is that? Oh, yeah. Backdoor Roth for those folks that really can't put into uh, a Roth traditionally because uh, you 
you most likely make too much. There's income limits when investing in into Roth, but you could do what's called a backdoor Roth, where you first you contribute to a traditional IRA. Now, when you do that, again, when when you have income limits, you're not going to get that tax benefit for doing that. So let's just say for this year, you're over 50, you put $7,500 in a traditional IRA, you immediately convert it to a Roth IRA, therefore enhancing the backdoor Roth. So now you have monies in that Roth IRA that can grow tax-free. All right. So uh, Roth season must be completed by December 31st, I guess. Uh, For the conversions, it's uh, December 31st. Yes. Okay. So um, what else we got going on? As we're going up to the end of the year, what else needs to happen before 2024 hits us. Yeah, for those folks that uh, are charitable inclined, they want to contribute to different charities. You want to do that by December 31st. That way you make sure you're getting the tax benefits for this particular year when doing that. So you might even be giving one of your charities a Christmas gift or something like that. Just make sure you do it by December 31st so you can get the benefits there. For those folks that are over the age of 70 and a half and you want to donate to your qualified charities, you might want to consider doing that out of your traditional IRA because what happens, it will go directly to your charity completely tax-free. With that said, for those folks that are of age of required minimum distributions, so those folks that are 73 and over, if you take monies and you do a qualified charitable distribution from your traditional IRA to your uh, qualified charity, that will help satisfy your required minimum distribution as well. And again, tax-free. I see. That's some next level financial planning there. How many people, like, do you even have anyone that's doing a qualified charitable distribution like that? Or Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. For those folks that are over 70 and a half and they know they, they, uh, that they're giving to their charities no matter what, uh, you might as well do it out of your uh, IRAs. That way, you know, it's going there tax-free at that point. That's, that's weird that 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 age stayed at 70 and a half, but yeah. the required minimum distribution age moved up. But that one stayed the same. Yeah. I I don't know why they did it. I don't know if it was an oversight or what, but yeah, it's weird. They kept that one at 70 and a half. Ah, that's weird because government usually is so thorough and on top of things. Um, <laughs> now, the yeah. one thing that makes people uh, get a rash about Roth conversions and Roth IRAs and Roth contributions is at the end of the year when they have to pay that tax bill now. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, yeah, if you're doing a Roth conversion on there, you have to pay taxes in the year you do that conversion. Now, here's the thing. Some folks will, will withhold taxes and they'll withhold really all the taxes are projected to pay on that Roth conversion. So let's just say, for instance, you're doing a $20,000 conversion, you withhold the taxes, maybe 13 grand goes into the Roth and now it has the opportunity to continue to grow tax-free at that point. If you're one of the folks that waits until tax season, uh, basically April to pay those taxes and you do a $20,000 Roth conversion, that 20,000 will go into your Roth and grow tax-free. So that's more beneficial. I also have some folks that will withhold maybe 50% of what they are projected to owe in taxes on there. So maybe they they don't uh, have all of the taxes come out of that Roth conversion. They just say, look, we'll have half of it come out and then we'll pay the remaining half during tax season. 
All right. So let's uh, we're just running through the, our end of the year financial checklist here with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. 248-988-9696. His website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. All right. So I imagine there's some people there's there, there's a, sl- a tiny slice of our audience that is getting right up to that required minimum distribution age. And if they just turn 73 this year or let's include the people that are turning 73 next year. What is that process like? They've never done this before. So a guy that walks in the door and and has no prior knowledge, how do you explain to him what he needs to do to make sure he doesn't run afoul of this law? Yeah, I tell them, well, what was the overall value of your pre-tax accounts, those traditional IRAs for the most part, uh, as of really January 1st? of this year or January 1st of next year. Well, depending on your age, there's a certain percentage that you have to withdraw out of there. Now, a lot of places uh, will track the required minimum distribution. So basically they know the value of what the account was, say January 1st. They know your age, so they can calculate that percentage for you, which is great. Um, Not every firm will do that for you. So you you might have to manually do it yourself. These are tables that you can find on the internet. If you you Google them, you know, ssa.gov has an actual table where you can see, okay, given my age, how much am I going to have to withdraw out of my pre-tax accounts? So... These, this is something that we can track for you. Other uh, companies, again, they put it right on your statement, but you just got to be prepared to start pulling out of those accounts and start paying taxes. And whether you need the money or not, you have to. If you don't need it, the smart thing to do is get it reinvested in some sort of what we would say non-qualified account. So basically a, a brokerage account, so you have monies in your checking and savings account, and you just want to get it invested in, in something to get that growth. That's what we would consider non-qualified money qualified money is that coming from your IRAs and Roths. That's considered qualified money that's in your retirement plans. And I guess the reason some people are upset about required minimum distributions is they're forced to take money out of their accounts while they have other income and it uh, bumps their tax bracket up. Absolutely. We see it all the time with pensions. Uh, Then you layer on your required minimum distributions. They're taking Social Security. Absolutely can bump you up into the next tax bracket. So what we uh, take a look at is doing some Roth conversions, especially leading up to that required minimum distribution age. If you're somebody that maybe you retired at 62, uh, at this point, you you could potentially have uh, 11 or Uh, 13 years before you have to start taking your required minimum distribution. So what do we do? We we can go slowly but surely do some Roth conversions, get that money into the Roth bucket so it grows tax-free. You mean piece by piece? Yep. Yeah. Little by little, piece by piece. So that way you don't have to do such a large portion to, again, bump you up into a higher tax bracket. Therefore, when you have to take your required minimum distributions, it'd be much less amount because we've already gotten money out of your traditional IRA into a Roth, allowing that money to grow tax-free. And not that I'm a know-it-all, I only know this from previous shows, but Roth IRAs don't have required minimum distributions. That's another plus. That is correct. And when your kids inherit that Roth money, they inherit it completely tax-free. If they inherit your IRAs, they have to have that IRA completely depleted within 10 years of your death. So they're taking chunks out of that IRA, pushing them up into a higher tax bracket. They're paying more in taxes on their hard-earned money and your hard-earned money. 
All right, so uh, we're kind of running through our financial checklist, end of the year checklist here from Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. If if the guy listening came into your office and he said, fine, I'm going to do what you say. I'm going to call the number. I'm going to set up a meeting and I'm going to get my financial house in order. What are we talking about here? You know, is this just like a one hour strategy session and all is done? Is this like a two, three meeting process? What are you asking of the guy? Yeah, we're looking to do a two meeting process. First meeting is getting to know you, uh, getting to know your needs. We ask that you bring in your investment statements, have a social security estimate if you have a pension available to bring in those options. That way we have everything we need to start really taking a look at where you're at, how much risk are you taking, and really start to construct your overall plan. In that second meeting, that's when we really go over the findings of how you're invested. Okay, what are maybe some of the tweaks that you can do on your portfolio? What other strategies are built in there as far as maximizing social security, maximizing pension options? And then at that point, uh, we handle the rest from there. So if you want to book another appointment, and, and that's great. But normally at that point, that's when we will agree, hey, let's uh, start this relationship and, and then we can handle all the investments and everything else. Yeah. And I would probably like to sit there and gripe about inflation for about five, maybe 15 minutes, somewhere in there. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. You can go to MuellerRetirementPlanning.com or you can ask your phone to look up Mueller Retirement Planning and your phone will figure it out. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Text right to 248-988-9696. That's R-I-G-H-T to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right pack, text right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting right to 248-988-9696. That's right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hey there, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And one thing I absolutely despise with the hot, hot heat of a thousand suns is taxes. I don't like any part of it. I definitely don't like giving up my money, but even the process by which you get there, I don't like dealing with all the forms. I don't like keeping up with the, the W-2s or 1099s or all these other uh, forms that get sent to me. You know, I'm self-employed, so there's like a, a whole extra layer of hassle to keep up with it. I don't like deadlines. I don't like the whole process. And to let you know how bad it's gotten, the IRS is sending out over 8 billion pages and forms and instructions this year to help people get their taxes filled. And I already have a full-time job. I'm plenty busy. I don't need 
to be doing the IRS's job, but I don't really have uh, a choice. And on top of that, I'm a procrastinator, so I like to put things off to the last minute. So taxes are just a big barrel of no fun for me. But I have learned that in order to, to deal with my natural tax aversion, there's some smart things that you can do outside of tax season to make this whole thing go a little bit smoother and, and take it on a little bit burden. Just taking a look at your taxes outside of tax season could really make a big difference when January rolls around and there's some of these changes that it's too late to make. Absolutely. And everybody's going to be in a little bit different boat, like for yourself, being self-employed and that, you know, there's documents that you're going to have to, you know, slowly get together. That way you're just a little bit more organized. And like you said, not procrastinate to the last minute because then you're just basically overwhelmed. And if you're self-employed, you got to keep track of car miles, uh, you know, maybe things you bought for the office, things like that. You really got to start gathering and you don't want to wait to the last minute. But for a lot of folks, uh, you can start looking at uh, potentially uh, tax loss harvesting, just maybe to save a little bit in taxes. Maybe you have a, a larger capital gain and you want to uh, offset that with some tax loss harvesting. You can start looking at that. Start looking at what your overall taxable income may be, seeing that you have a better idea now that we're more than halfway through the year here and start considering doing some Roth conversions. If you're getting distributions out of your IRAs, you want to just double check how much you're withholding in taxes on those distributions. And sometimes folks don't even realize that they're not withholding taxes on those. And then when it comes tax season, all of a sudden they they owe you know X amount in taxes and they're like, wait, I already paid taxes on this. And then it turns out they weren't really withholding taxes on their IRA distributions. So these are just a few things to start getting in order, start taking a look at because it's going to save you in the long run. One of the things I've, I've noticed people are surprised about is they're surprised they still have to pay taxes after they retire. They say, look, I don't have a job. I don't have any earned income. Why the heck do I still have a tax bill? Why do I even have to file taxes? But uh, most people do. Wouldn't that be great? Never have to file taxes again. That'd be amazing. But uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people get surprised because, uh, you know, those those traditional IRAs, those 401ks, whatever account it is, you know, you name it, TSPs, 403Bs, you're waiting to a later date to pay taxes on it. They're tax deferred accounts. And when you start withdrawing off of those, your income is taxed just as if you had actual income coming in when you were working. It's taxed dollar for dollar. And it's a little bit easier because when you're a W-2 employee, uh, you know, your employer is basically withholding the taxes for you. You don't even have to really think about it. But when you're withdrawing off of those retirement accounts, you, you better start thinking about it because if you're not withholding enough, then you're going to have a tax bill during tax season. All right. So anything we can do to get uh, these tax bills down, I want to learn all the tricks. I want to learn all the tips. Uh, and you can just cut the line. You don't have to wait for us to magically say it one weekend on the radio. You can call Sean. You can, If you have a question you're thinking of right now, you can call him 248-988-9696. Go to MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. And something else I'm keeping my eye on as far as taxes are, and I'm sure you are too, is the, the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, the, the big Trump tax cuts from 2017. It was the biggest change in tax laws in 30 years, but it's set to expire in 2025 or at the end of 2025. So this sounded like a long time away when this was passed years ago, five years ago or whatever, but we're getting really close to that deadline. And if nothing else happens, it looks like our taxes are going to go up. Yeah, definitely looks that way. 
uh, if anything, I would assume they would just kick the can and, and who knows, they could extend it another couple of years. But I think we all agree. And when you come to an event and, and things like that, we, we always ask people, you know, what do you, where do you think your taxes are going to be in the next 20 years? And 99.9% of folks raise their hand and say taxes will be higher. We have so much debt. We have so many social programs. And once you implement these social programs, they don't take them away. They just will continue uh, and put money into them, whether they're successful or not. And to your point, in the end of 2025, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 is set to sunset. And where it sits now, it seems like that's going to be the case. Um, So if you want to learn more, guess what? We make it very easy. You can email me. You can call me. You can ask me, you can come to an event. We're more than happy to go over these things with you and have conversations. If you're not looking at putting money in a Roth IRA and you haven't done so yet, Roth IRAs will grow tax-free. So you definitely want to start entertaining, uh, creating this tax-free bucket. And if you don't know what accounts are going to be taxed, what way they will be taxed, whether it's a 401k or an IRA, you need to understand the tax consequences of all of these different accounts. Because it might it might be in your best interest to start entertaining some Roth conversions, getting these taxes off the table now while you still have a chance. What we like to say is they're on sale right now. So start uh, trimming off of those traditional IRAs and those 401ks. Sometimes you just got to suck it up and pay the tax now for the better good of the future where you're not going to be paying on those Roth IRAs. Well, when you have the Roth contribution limits, it, you know, if your income is above a certain level, they don't even allow you to make direct contributions, but they still allow that Roth conversion. And I like the term backdoor Roth because it lets you know that it, it, this is almost like a loophole. Now, this is all above board. There's no gray area here. This is black and white. This is totally legal. This is just you taking advantage of some of the fine print in the tax code that I don't think most people know about. Yeah. To your point, there is a limit when you're doing Roth contributions. A lot of folks get Roth contributions and Roth conversions confused. They, they are totally different. A Roth contribution, depending on your income limit, you can put monies, you, uh, you can contribute into a Roth IRA. So depending on your age, it could be 7000 or up to $7,500 that you're making Roth contributions. Now, when you're doing conversions, Roth conversions, you can do as much as you want. It doesn't matter, but you just have to be careful when you're doing it. And also remember, when you do a Roth conversion, you're paying tax on that in the year you're doing that conversion. So just understand the consequences of doing that because everybody's going to be a little bit different. Some folks, they're going to do a a Roth conversion, maybe a 5,000, others 50,000. Some might not do it at all, depending on your overall uh, tax bracket and if it makes sense for you. So just consult a professional, make sure you have all of these things checked out, uh, and, and get some real advice. You know, I know a lot of folks just, they want to be do-it-yourselfers and, and all of that, which is fine. Uh, but you don't know what you don't know. And when you start making these mistakes, you can't turn it back. All right, we're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. The website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Uh, taxes, that's something that's covered in these events coming up. Do y'all have a little section laid out for that? We do. We definitely talk about taxes. We talk about Roth conversions. We talk about uh, other forms of tax-free income as well. All right. So we'll continue talking about taxes because this next segment, we're going to continue the same mission as this segment. We're going to fill your head full of information to make sure you pay as little in taxes as possible. 
Uh, that's my goal. That's Sean's goal. Hopefully that's your goal. And we'll continue with that up next on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer is increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning know what to look for. Sean can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 248. 248- 988-9696 to set up a visit with Sean Mueller and Mueller Retirement Planning. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now 248-988-9696. Firm may not give tax advice. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. The whole reason to get a plan so you can say, you know what? Hey, Sean, uh, now I'm starting to think uh, maybe 65 is better. Another reason why it's so important to have a plan, you're just constantly making adjustments to these plans as your life circumstances change. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Rights with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And in this financial show, we're taking a focus on taxes right now. Because, you know, it's, it's um, easy to see in the professional sports world that in the offseason, you do a lot of work. And then when the season rolls around, it pays off. Of course, you're going to work hard during the season. But when you have a, a halfback that's trying to cross the goal line and he gets hit with a linebacker, it really comes down to who did more squats in the offseason. And there is sort of a, you know, it's a metaphor, but there is a parallel in the financial planning world to where what happens during tax season, a lot of it is based on what you do when it's not tax season. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about any tax efficient strategy that we can possibly conjure up here. And I want to get the guy that's listening every little tax tip that we can squeeze into the rest of this show. Yeah. And that's a great metaphor. and, And that absolutely goes with just retirement planning overall. You got to prepare before you're retired. That way you you can uh, really get the benefits in retirement because, you know, if you don't know about Roth IRAs and and you don't know about, you know, certain universal life uh, insurance uh, uh, products out there that can potentially give you some tax-free income, these are the things that you need to to really know about. You know, you're not just going to fall into some tax-free income uh, when you're retired. You have to actually actively plan for that. And that's when we're, we're always talking about Roth IRAs because that is a huge tool that you can have 
and continue to stuff away money into a Roth IRA. That way you have tax-free income and tax-free growth throughout the rest of your life. Same thing with uh, like, let's just say an index universal life policy where you can put monies in it. Uh, it still has a death benefit in the event, you know, obviously you pass away or maybe your spouse passes away, uh, but you can take tax-free loans off of those accounts. So you're setting those up, you're giving those years and years of growth. So then you can reap the rewards in retirement of that tax-free income. That's a great example of something that once you're retired, and you're looking to where, hey, where where can I draw sources of income? If you haven't been setting up that universal life insurance policy for years prior, you're not going to have that available as one of your options. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing, and we've talked about this in previous shows, but you know, looking at some form of uh, index universal life and that that actually have potential long-term care riders on them. So it just falls into another thing that we talk about on the show, planning for possible future medical events. And you can do that through uh, some form of a life insurance policy. So you got to set these things up, you know, prior to retirement. So don't just wait until you're a year out from retiring or you're a month out from retiring because then you, you, you hadn't planned yet. You don't have the time or the comfort of growth over the years so you can reap the rewards and retirement of these accounts. So just don't procrastinate with this stuff. Start looking at it now. Even if you're in your early to mid 50s, start looking at this stuff now so you have time and the power of growth, the power of compounding interest on these things so you can reap the rewards. Well, bringing up the Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017, you know that lowered all of our tax rates and it's scheduled to expire at the end of next next year, so in two years. And so what we'll have here is this little eight-year window where your taxes went from high, high or high to low back to high. And if we've had three changes in eight years, how many changes are going to happen to the tax laws by the time the guy listening retires? Because it might be 10, 20, even 30 years from now. And how on earth do you plan knowing that the tax rules are going to change so much by the time you actually get to that retirement point? Yeah, there's no. I can't give anybody a guarantee of what taxes are going to look like in 20 years, but... I can say with pretty pretty close certainty, pretty confident that they're going to be different. They're going to look different. There's so many reasons why, and we're not going to get into every single reason why on this show, but they will look different. So you got to start looking at other accounts as well, like uh, HSAs, health savings accounts, a very good way to put in money into those accounts tax-free. So when you're using it for a qualified expense, medical expenses, you can withdraw that money tax-free. So that's a those are powerful accounts. And with most HSAs, you can invest those accounts as well, meaning there's investments inside. So you're, even though you're, you're putting tax-free funds in there, they're not just sitting there not getting any growth. These are, these are accounts that you continue to grow over the years. And then, you know, if you want to wait until retirement to start pulling money off of those, you can really get a significant amount of money over, you know, 10, 15 years in these accounts. And trust me, Health uh, and, and uh, health insurance and health care, these are things that they're not getting any cheaper. Uh, they're getting more and more expensive. So that's one of the accounts you need to start putting monies into. Uh, that way, again, you could reap the rewards in retirement so you can pay for, you know, whether it's uh, those prescription drugs or maybe you have a surgery and you can get to that tax free money. So you're starting to make me feel a little guilty here because I don't have a universal life policy going that I could. Uh, convert to tax-free income. 
how hard is it for the the guy who doesn't have a Ross started, a, a guy in my situation, to finally make that plunge? It's super easy. You simply you can open up an account basically anywhere. I don't care where you want to go to whatever custodian, Fidelity, Charles Schwab, you name it. Uh, you can open up a Roth depending on how much money you make. If you're filing single or if you're filing uh, married, there's limits on there of, of how much you can actually put in. Now, you you mentioned it earlier, a backdoor Roth. That's one of the ways if you make too much to simply qualify of contributing to a Roth IRA. It's, it's a way you can legally still contribute to a Roth IRA. And if you don't know what that is, again, call, text, whatever you want to do, make an appointment. We can help you do these things. Yeah. When he says call, he means 248-988-9696. The website's MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Uh, so look, the whole point of, of t- having these tax discussions, because we have them over and over and over, is I, I have this fear that there is this base lowest level of taxes that I could get away with paying, but I'm going to miss something and I'm going to pay them extra. And it's totally unnecessary. You know what that feels like? That feels like I'm giving the IRS a tip. They've taken a third of my income, my entire adult life, and they've made me do all this work and all this paperwork. The last thing I want to do is give them one cent more than they deserve. And here's the thing. You use that a lot, the one third uh, of you know what you saved and, and all of that. And that's basically now. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Are you going to give them 40 percent? You willing to give them 50 percent or are you willing to start planning for higher taxes in the future, getting taxes off the table now while they're on sale. That way you don't have to worry about giving up 30, 35, 40% of your hard-earned money, all the money that you save. So be proactive. Start doing these things now. We can help you do that. Give us a call, 248-988-9696. Make that appointment. Uh, we'll get you a book so you can get some some solid takeaways from, from, uh, from my book. And just... Quit procrastinating. I know everybody has something more important to do, but guess what? Your retirement is one of the most important things you can possibly plan for. So don't wait. Call, come in. We want to see you here in person. All right. So what have I not thought of here? I, you know, I can only ask questions about things I know about, but you know more than me. What did I miss? What have I not thought of yet to lower taxes? Uh, well, we went over life insurance. We went over Roth IRAs. Uh, depending on if you own a business, you can look to do that. If you're somebody that that uh, likes to donate to charity, maybe you donate on a regular basis to charity. Uh, you you can, and depending on your age, uh, you can do either a donor advised fund. It doesn't matter your age on that. So you can get some monies in there, and then you donate that in the future. Um, we talked about the HSAs already. That's a good way to uh, to basically get money in a health savings account so you can get that out in the future tax-free. Um, so there's there's many different ways uh, to, to get money into these tax-free accounts. Um, so just start doing it now because if you wait, you, you don't have enough time. It, it, at some point, it's going to be too late for you. Well, when it comes to the actual filing of your taxes, in your observation, do most of your clients use a CPA or do they do it themselves in retirement? I really do have a combination because some folks, their taxes are pretty straightforward. They do the standard deduction uh, and they they might be in a place where 
um, they haven't uh, implemented enough of Roth conversions, or they could be somebody that actually put a lot of money in in Roths in the past, so they really don't have to worry about that. So if they're pretty straightforward, uh, they'll just do them themselves. But for those that are looking to to potentially really maximize your Roth conversions and that, really trying to take a look at can I itemize my taxes? Uh, then you need to sit down with with a CPA or a qualified tax professional and have them do it. It's it's worth it. It's worth you know. It's they're not necessarily charging you some astronomical amount of money here. Let let them show you their worth. Let them show you that they can save you tax money. And, and you know, paying for these services it's irrelevant when it comes to actually getting what you pay for. Well, I know everyone's situation is different. Every individual has their own set of variables and circumstances. But I can tell you from my personal experience, I used to do my taxes by myself and I tried to gauge my withholding so I would break even at the end of the year. I didn't want to owe any money and I didn't want them to take out more than they had and I would get a refund. But the first year that I, I got a CPA to do my taxes, all of a sudden I'm getting three grand back. And I said, holy and he only charged me, I think it was 800 bucks. And I'm self-employed, so he had to do quarterly filings and all that. Changed my life. I'm never going back to doing my taxes myself. Never. Yeah, if you're somebody who's self-employed, I, I don't know how you do your taxes yourself. It, it could get really confusing. You're going to miss certain deductions on there. So if you're self-employed, I, I highly recommend that you go get a tax professional to look things over because I, I have similar experience to myself. So... Uh, my, my CPA definitely helped save me money. Well, I, I noticed you were reading between the lines. And I appreciate you being uh, polite about it. But yeah, absolutely. When I'm doing my taxes myself and then I turn it over to CPA and I get a drastically different result, that's exactly what that means. I was missing some stuff. I was tipping the IRS. What about real active tactical investments of your monies? Not these set it and forget it sort of things. You know, we, we talked about robo-advisors and things like that on this show, but getting real tactical management. What happens if the stock market, you know, plummets? There's a lot of uncertainty going on. So, you know, if you have real tactical management on there that can save you on when things are just simply going bad, they have protections on them. You know, that that's well worth sitting down and have a conversation and, and allowing somebody to manage your portfolio for you. A lot of this information, a lot of good information is in his book as well. So 248-988-9696. You can text the word book to that and uh, we'll, we'll get it in your hands at no cost. Uh, coming up next, you're thinking about buying an RV in retirement. We've got some information that may change your mind or it may strengthen your current position. We'll see you next. I'm James Parker. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy, and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, Social Security, income, and much more. 
To get your Retire Right pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take RetireRight with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to RetireRight wherever you get your podcasts. That's RetireRight with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. Asking all of these different questions, I've sat with hundreds of different households over the years, and everybody's a little different. I need to make sure that we're tailoring these plans specifically for you and really making your retirement dreams come true. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey there, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. We talk a, a lot about numbers and taxes, but this is this is going to be a little more fun question, and it's very subjective, so this is not so black and white, but that is whether or not you're going to buy an RV in retirement. There's people who buy an RV with the thought of, I'm just going to ditch my house, and I'm going to live this thing, and I'm going to live this sort of Spartan minimalist lifestyle and just travel the world and see all kinds of new things every day and you know, totally change their lifestyle. And then there's this other group of people who still want to maintain their house and their storage and all their stuff. And this is just kind of a side project to where, you know, when things get pretty miserable during the winter, you can go drive around the southern part of the country where things are a little more thawed out. But this is a great question for a financial advisor that's not just dollars and cents. Yay or nay, should you buy an RV? Now, Sean, do you have any RV experience thus far? I personally do not have RV experience. I, I, my buddy, uh, a couple of summers ago, uh, for every 4th of July, he goes to Port Hope here in Michigan. It's uh, in the Thumb. And uh, so the, he has two little kids, uh, basically my kid's age. So he rented an RV so they could experience you know, what that's like for the weekend. And they loved it. They had a place to sleep there. They had air conditioning, which was huge. But uh, me personally, I have not rented an RV, so I do not have any real personal experiences with an RV. Let's do the positive side here. When we're going through the pros and cons of buying an RV in retirement. Let's start with the good side here. Yeah, so let's take a look at some of the pros. Basically, if you're one of the folks that are going to maybe sell your home for a certain period of time, um, it would overall lower your cost of living. Uh, so that's something to, to consider. You have less stuff. So, you know, depending if you get a storage unit or you just kind of just declutter your house and go to this RV, uh, now that could be a positive because you can just get rid of all of the stuff maybe you saved in, in your house for the last 20 or 30 years. Maybe you can uh, travel around and visit long lost relatives or just relatives that live a few states away. And the, the a special pro on that is you, you don't, they don't have to stay at your house and you really don't have to sleep at their house. You can sleep in your RV. It gives you your space. Um, and you're still kind of knocking out, uh, really two birds with one stone in that sense. You're visiting family and you have your own space still. 
So, and another thing, obviously, is just being able to to go visit all of these different national parks, and and there's so many beautiful things to see, and you can kind of just do it on your own time frame at that point. If you're retired, you're in your RV, you know, just cruising the United States, maybe going to Utah or Texas or California. I mean, that would be great. You'd go to places and drive down roads that, you know, most Americans don't have an opportunity to drive around. I like that point, and I like the point of, you know, the RV is for these rural adventures that you go on. You don't want to be driving an RV down midtown Manhattan. You don't want to be driving an RV when you're on the, the Miracle Mile in Chicago. But a, an RV, when you're going out to see the Grand Tetons or Yosemite or Yellowstone, these outdoors people, people who think the, the greatest way to self-actualization involves hiking, I think they're crazy. But I think if you're one of those people... Maybe you should lean into an RV. I won't, but you would probably like it. Yeah, and sleeping in a tent. I mean, look, who cares about comfort as far as the tent and RV? I just, hey, look out for bears and other animals. I mean, you're helpless if they want to come into your little tent. So give me some, some real walls here. Give me some protection. I'll take that RV over a tent. Okay, so let's go. We're making our little T chart here. We did all the pros of buying an RV. Tell me about some of the cons that we haven't mentioned yet. Well, I think one of the biggest cons that stick out is they can be really expensive. Just make sure that it fits into your budget. They depreciate in value over time. Uh, repairs on them are going to be costly. You got to pay attention to fuel prices. Uh, I'm, last year, fuel was pretty high. It, it finally came down. But I mean, if you were traveling the United States in an RV last year when, when prices were, were high, I mean, that's a lot of money in fuel. So uh, those are a few things to look out for, um, but we don't want to be pessimistic on this show necessarily. But hey, look, you just got to be aware of, of, of the costs and that that are going to come in to owning and operating an RV. And another one that stands out, can you or your spouse actually drive this RV? And depending on how big it is, you got to be careful if you're going to a mountain area. I was just in Utah recently. And we're in a, a a compact car driving through the mountains, and it was terrifying. I could only imagine taking an RV through those mountains. I don't I don't know how we would have we would have made it. I don't even know if we would have been able to make some of these turns. It was so scary. Yeah, that's another thing I'm worried about. I'm I'm a fairly mechanical guy. Uh, I'm not a mechanical genius, but I can fix a lot of stuff around the house. I can work on a car. But the RV, it has all the problems of a car, all the problems of a house. And that just might be a little too much if something breaks down and I'm on the side of a mountain somewhere. I don't want to be trying to play super handyman when I don't have all my tools and stuff around me. I, th that really concerns me is the, the breakdowns, the repairs. Yeah, I understand the, the cost of insurance on it. And are you going to be comfortable if you truly are downsizing your, you know, in your home? maybe you're coming from one of those tiny homes. I forget which show that's on, but those maybe that's what you're doing. You're, you're leaving your tiny home and you're going into RV. So it's not going to be that much of a downsize, but are you going to be comfortable downsizing? It's a very limited amount of space. You got to remember how much time you're going to be spending driving in there. Make sure the company you're driving that with can entertain you because you don't want to start bickering in there. That'd be miserable. All right. There is nothing about RVs in your book. And <laughs> there's not. Now, uh, maybe that's the next book. I, I talk all about RVs, or I have a, at least a chapter dedicated to an RV, but the only way I can write it is if I 
get an RV, rent an RV, and I spend at least a couple of weeks on it. And that's the only way I can write the chapter. All right. But pretty much everything else uh, financial, especially related to retirement, can be found in your book. Who needs to get their hands on this? Because you're giving out copies. Who needs the guy listening right now? How does he know if he needs to get in contact with you and get a copy in his hands? You know, truthfully, anybody can read this book. I mean, I, I would give it to a, a 16-year-old to read this book. I would also give it to, you know, your, your 70, 75-year-old to read it. You're going to get some positive information out of it. We're talking about Social Security, Medicare. Uh, we're talking about Roth IRAs, life insurance, just general investment ad- advice, um, the importance of putting a plan together. Uh, estate planning. We're talking about all these things. So you can be a, a, a younger person that can get some ideas of, you know, how do I start investing? And you could be a more sophisticated investor that you're still going to get some positive information from it. All right. That's Sean Mueller, Mueller Retirement Planning. Again, if you want a free copy of that book, text the word book 248-988-9696. If you prefer a voice call, you just have a question, you want to set up an appointment. It's the same phone number, 248 248- 988-9696 website MuellerRetirementPlanning.com on the website there's an events tab come check out the events he's got some coming up this month and next month I'm James Parker this has been Retire Right with Sean Mueller Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.